Advantage of the great deals during the spring warehouse sale at Fremont Tire and TNW Tire. The survival of the first. And besides, it's fun. <laughs> Outdoors with John is on the air. This is the Hunting, Camping, and Fishing Show, presented by Northwest Iowa Outdoors, the region's number one outdoor entertainment multimedia outlet. Live from the KSCJ studios in Sioux City, the phone lines are wide open. Call 239-2101 right now with your questions or comments. Good morning, everybody. The show is brought to us by the City of Kingsley, Dirt Road Design and Screen Printing in Kingsley, The Shooting Shop in Anthem, Iowa, Fireside Steakhouse and Lounge in Anthem, the Plymouth County Conservation Board, Sky, <clears throat> excuse me, Skyline Lodge in Perote Falls, Ontario, Iowa Great Lakes Outdoors in Milford, Iowa, Stan's Bait Shop in Milford, Oak Hill Marina in Arnold's Park, Iowa, and Midwestern Land and Auction in Mapleton. And, uh, well, I guess with the uh, the social distancing thing we got going on, um, Jack has a cool listing on uh, MidwestingLandandAuction.com. It's a cabin out in western Nebraska, and it's off the grid. He's got a, the owner had put in a solar panel to provide all the electric for the lights, and I don't know, it's a pretty cool area. The only thing between you and uh, coronavirus would be the occasional uh, mountain lion that walks through the front yard or the or the uh, bighorn sheep. But it's in that area of uh, Nebraska. It's a pretty cool listing. Wow. That's got to be way out west. Yeah, it is. And it's uh, it's 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 really cool. There's there's a there's a shed up by the main road that does have uh, oh what I want store bought electricity in it if you don't want to get real. But you, you got to park up there and then. Uh, uh, either take a pack mule or an ATV down to the cabin from there. I don't know. If I had the dough, I'd buy that. But I spent all my damn money on toilet paper. You know. Well, you can wait for your government check. Well, that's right, yeah. Down payment. Oh, sure. There yeah. you go. There you go. Anyway, you can take a look at that at MidwesternLandAndAuction.com, and then you can see the other cool uh, listings that Jack has on there. He has he specializes in uh, uh, farm auctions, too, you know, farm ground, and he's, he's always... Uh, I don't know. He always manages to find some real good uh, listings for uh, outdoorsmen too. Or looking for a, like some farm ground or something for your own private hunting situation. I know he had a forty-acre parcel on there a while back that he had sold. But uh, anyway, uh, some of the events that we had coming up that were supposed to be for today are canceled due to the coronavirus. The indoor three D archery shoot at the uh, Anthony Iowa Community Center put on by the Sioux Valley Archery Club is canceled and they do not have a, a makeup date for that at this time but I trust they'll have something uh, coming on later later this summer they'll have their probably in their normal routine of the outdoor shoot that they'll have at the Little Sioux Park or they'll have it down at Southwood uh, Recreation Area down by Smithland but anyway the indoor shoot at Anthem Iowa today is canceled the Oak Hill Outdoors up at Milford, Iowa, the open house schedule for today has also been canceled. All of the cool activities that they were going to have going on there should be gone. But they are going to have the special pricing that they were going to offer uh, today. They will run those special prices until the 29th. So you got plenty of time to take advantage of the special pricings. You just don't get the fun activities that they were going to have today. And uh, the Kingsley Fire Department Dueling Pianos was... Uh, scheduled for tonight also and that is postponed until june 6th and the uh, fire department there will honor all of the tickets that they've already sold for that night and uh, i think they probably have 
they might have had like 10 tickets left or something is all it was pretty close to a sellout but um if you want to you know pick up those extra tickets for june 6th um, you can get those at the kingsley iowa city hall office fireside steakhouse and lounge um, they are still open for takeouts only um, so just give them a call and you know what with that 48 ounce cut of prime rib on the menu you could you could drive from Morningside down there, Scott, and grab that, and that, and that thing would still be warm by the time you got home. Yeah, I say they have to wheel it out to your car. They they will do oh, that. Okay. Yeah, they, they got an appliance cart. They can they can bring it right out and put it in the back seat of your car. Make sure your tires are aired up. Yeah, you know, hand truck forklift. Yes, whatever it takes to get it loaded. But anyway, a forty eight ounce cut of prime rib. That's that's pretty substantial. I don't know. Maybe we can give some of those away as prizes. That would be awesome. I, I doubt if that's going to work. But anyway, really, uh, and it's at a bargain price of $52.95. That includes a salad bar and your potato. <laughs> like, you're going to need salad bar and potato with that. <laughs> oh, awesome. Anyway, um, the Plymouth County Conservation Board, they're taking registrations now for their summer camps coming up. Um, so they're, they're all starting in June, like the first weekend in June. So, really this whole pandemic will probably be passed by then. So it's not going to be an issue whether or not they're going to have the event, but uh, the best way to find them out, find out, you know, which camps would pertain to your kids, which one you have some interest in is to go to mycountyparks.com and pull down the Plymouth County tab. And you will find the adventure guide for 2020 listed there and all of the cool uh, activities for the youth. And some of these, I'm kind of wishing that they were for adults too, because they got one on June 30th and then also to July 3rd. It's a, it's a camp about frogs. And it's like, I wonder if I can pass off as a, like a seven-year-old so I can go to that camp. That just sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, maybe I should volunteer and help them with some of those camps. Oh, that might be a bad idea. Anyway, what do we, oh, we got a real or a fake product here, Scott. And up for grabs, we have the highly coveted Second Amendment copper coin along with... Oh, we've got a meal ready to eat here, which is uh, cheese tortellini and tomato sauce. Mm -hmm. Ooh, mm -hmm. Boy, Comes with its own heater and a bunch of other things. And four rolls of strong and soft bath tissue. Yeah, and that's the, uh, that's the septic safe tissue too. So Wow. You know. Anybody I mean, can use it. That's right. Yeah. Right. Right. And well, isn't there also an issue of uh, Northwest Iowa Outdoors, too? As far as what? Well, as far as the prize package. I believe there is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the current issue of the print publication is right. always in those. Yeah. You bet. Yeah. And, uh, so so something to read while you're uh, utilizing your uh, uh, bath tissue. You betcha. Yeah. Awesome. Anyway, I, I guess I don't get the whole uh, toilet paper hoarding thing. I don't know. Uh, this whole pandemic, all that has really proven to me is there's really a lot of people that don't know how to go poop in the woods. Uh, yeah, and uh, you'd think the run would be on the alcohol aisle. Wouldn't you, though? Yeah, you would. Huh. Yeah. Well, Fro I guess it frozen is pizza and beer. Well, there you go. Yeah. Oh, you can you can withstand any kind of a pandemic. Then. Lots of matzah and Bud Light. Oh, yeah. You know, the whole hoarding of the toilet paper. I, I don't get it. Uh, whatever. But anyway, um, hey, if they start hoarding night crawlers, another fishing bait, then they're going to start having a problem with me. I mean, that'll be just terrible if they did that. Yeah, especially if they go after the Red Wigglers, the Cadillac of worms. <laughs> they are. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the old Red Wigglers. They're awesome. 
Anyway, our real or fake product. Um, you can call 239-2101 and identify whether or not this product is real or fake. The thunder horn for your bicycle. Um, you know, just like uh, automobile drivers, bicyclists hate pedestrians too. Um, when your bike bell won't just do, politely scream, get out of the way with a 115 decibel horn. Giving the fingers just so blasé, rupture their eardrums instead with the thunder horn, 115 decibel horn for your bicycle. Is that real or fake? 239-2101. And uh, should we go into the break here, Scott? And yeah, then, let's uh, go we'll into take... the break. 239-2101. And uh, we'll be right back after this. 1360-949 KSCJ. Although our name is Satellite Central, did you know we offer high-speed internet wherever you live? If you live in town or out of town, we offer multiple high-speed internet options. Call us today and we can let you know what options are best for you. And if you're frustrated of paying your current expensive satellite TV bill or cable bill, Satellite Central has our two-year price guarantee going on right now. Packages with all your favorite channels start at $59.99 per month guaranteed for two full years. No more guessing what your bill will be each month. The $59.99 price also includes TVR, free HD for life, movies free for three months, and free local professional installation. Satellite Central appreciates you shopping local, and we will match any dish offer you get in the mail or see on this gives you the convenience of shopping local with your only Dish Premier local retailer in Sioux City. Your installation will be done professionally by our installers who have only done Satellite Central installs for the last 22 years and the best offers anywhere. Satellite Central. Call 293-DISH today. You're invited to Sing for Sanford, an evening with Antoine L. Smith on April 9th at the Orpheum Theater. Antoine L. Smith is a Sioux City native, a Sanford Center success story, a Broadway star, and an Emmy winner. You'll also hear from Play It Forward, Kemi Brown, and the Conservatory of Music. Admission is free, but donations will be gratefully accepted to support the children and programs of the Sanford Center. Please join us for Sing for Sanford, an evening with Antoine L. Smith, 7 p.m. on April 9th at the Orpheum. You can still get your sweet treats with minimal interaction at the Sugar Shack Bakery. The Sugar Shack Bakery delivers to both businesses and residents at door drop-off available. Pick up at 700 Jennings Street in Sioux City. Call ahead, prepay, and let Sugar Shack Bakery know what type of car you drive. Call when you arrive, and they'll run it out quickly. The Sugar Shack Bakery, working to limit person-to-person -person contact. Thank you and stay safe. Call 252-5598. One of a kind and so unique. The Sugar Shack Bakery, oh so sweet. Big John, Big John. Every morning. Well, did we have a winner of the fabulous prize packet, Scott? Yep, fabulous prize package was won by Bonnie Malcolm of Sioux City, correctly identifying the product as real. Yeah, the Thunderhorn. It sells. Uh, it's made by Delta Cycles in randolph massachusetts and sells for a mere twelve dollars and uh the 115 decibel is right at the level where uncomfortable feelings start um in reference uh, at 150 that's when a person's chest will begin to vibrate and at 160 the eardrums will burst so I need a Thunderhorn that's right about that 159.5. Oh, 12 bucks? Come on. Yeah, that's just a bargain. And, uh, and, and that's a good way to get the toilet paper, Scott. You, you, you go into the store and everybody's hoarding it, grasped onto it like they got it, they're clinging to their life itself. Just go blast them with the old Thunderhorn. They'll drop it, cover up their ears, boom, you got the toilet paper. 
awesome until I come by with my 159 decibel horn. Anyway, we have uh, this morning. We have, wow, we have <laughs> that's <Mich> amazing. <laughs> we have Michelle Devlin with us. Hey, Michelle, uh, this month we're gonna we're gonna unlace your hiking boots and uh, and and <laughs> strap on your um, professor's smock. Is, is that what professors call that long white coat that you wear while you're in class? I'm sure it is. Yeah. But anyway, you, you are the professor of public health at the University of Northern Iowa, and you also specialize in global health and uh, disaster responses. And yes, correct. What we would like to know, I, if you can tell us a little bit about this coronavirus. I mean, is it is it what it's cracked up to be, or is mostly what we're hearing just media hype? Just it seems like they're going out of the way to just try to scare the hell out of people with it. Yeah, it's like such a good question, but I, I have to say from a public health perspective, and I've been doing this for now uh, 30 years, I hate to say that, but um, it, it, it is definitely uh, it's definitely a virus that is very deadly. In fact, it's about 10 times more deadly than the regular flu virus that a lot of us get. And then when you look at certain age groups or certain kinds of people with different you know, health issues and underlying risk factors and things like that. Unfortunately, those serious illness and death rates can really, really uh, climb uh, pretty dramatically. And the problem with this, uh, among many things, the problem with this coronavirus, the COVID-19, uh, is that it's so easily transmissible. It's just uh, amazing how how quickly and easily it can spread among different populations. So unfortunately, what we're, um, we do really need to be careful from it. And part of what you're seeing right now around the country and, and the rest of the world, of course, is that we're trying to slow down the spread and buy some time, a little bit of time here, so that healthcare workers and emergency responders can catch up. Because even if a small percent of people get seriously ill, the fact that it can spread so quickly to so many people means that ultimately, you know, around the world, you're looking at, you know, hundreds, thousands, uh, you know, if not ultimately millions of people that could be affected. And so that's what you're seeing right now globally going on is trying to uh, trying to buy time, a little bit of time here to get the, the health people up and running in the different facilities. So that's, you know, a lot of what's uh, experience right now around the world okay and in, in as far as like us outdoorsmen and that i mean you hear these horror stories of how long this virus can live on different surfaces um right um you know like your picnic tables and stuff like that your campgrounds yeah. I mean, what was it um it was a few months ago i think it was yosemite national park they had to close down from a i can't remember what that it was some kind of a virus that they got where people um, went potty and didn't wash their hands, and it and it was uh, getting spread over the picnic tables, and they actually sure. had to close down the whole national park because of that. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, even above and beyond COVID and coronavirus, we we do need to be careful. You know, in general, when we're using public spaces. So I'm, you know, as of right now, as of right now, even though a lot of things are closed down around the country, a lot of uh, a lot of open spaces are not closed down and are still available for people to go out and enjoy. And from a public health perspective, frankly, being outside, as we know, because, you know, we all love the outdoors. That's why we're, you know, listeners and, and participants with your radio show. We love to be outside. We love the outdoors and 
taking advantage of it, and it's really, really good from a mental health standpoint uh, to take care of the boredom, uh, and we feel better when we're outside and, you know, being in, in the woods or, you know, along the rivers or things like that. And, of course, physically moving and being outside and doing exercise is one of the best things that we can do to keep our immunity levels uh, stronger. Uh, but you're right. We do need to be careful about, you know, where we are, what we're doing, uh, your whole example of, you know, getting, you know, sick from different things that may not be clean. That does happen in parks. Uh, all the time if they're not taken care of and if they're not maintained. So in general, what we're seeing for public health guidelines for outdoors people when, when we go out is, first of all, if we are sick ourselves, you know, if you're feeling like you've got a cold or flu coming on, or in the case you talked about, uh, you know, the diarrheal diseases, the GI diseases, any type of thing like that, and obviously anything with uh, coughing, shortness of breath, fever, we should not be going outside at this time, especially if it is coronavirus, even if we're not tested, uh, that can really spread to people. We can shed that, that virus for a very long time, for many days, sometimes before and after we're actually sick and showing symptoms. And so people can get it, even though we may not even know that we have it. And you're right, uh, the virus itself can stay on surfaces very easily. And so we're not quite sure yet from a research standpoint. Some of the studies I've seen suggest that it could remain uh, viable on a surface, you know, anywhere from a few hours to a few days. Uh, some of the other related coronaviruses, uh, even, you know, up to nine days or more, they can survive on certain kinds of surfaces, especially smoother ones, you know, harder things like, uh, you know, like tables, floors, uh, you know, different types of sports equipment maybe that we we're using outdoors. So, again, if you are going to go outside, don't go out if you're sick. Protect everyone and including yourself. You don't want to get really sick and where you may be alone and need help and have an emergency and aren't able to get help. Uh, make sure that whatever type of equipment you're using is clean. You know, alcohol wipes, uh, disinfectants are very important to use at this particular time, especially if you've got other people in the family, you know, that are with you in the household. Um, make sure that when you go out, before you go out, you do all of the hygiene kinds of things that you've heard so much in the news of, you know, washing your hands for 20 seconds or more. And uh, when you cough or sneeze, making sure that you do that uh, maybe in your elbow or even towards your shoulder instead of into our hands, like a lot of us, you know, grew up doing and being told that that's good to do. That's actually not good to do, even without coronavirus, right? You want to yeah. do it somewhere that you can't spread those germs to, to someone else. Um, and then I, and then once you are out uh, outside, whether it just be a walk, you know, out, uh, you know, down a country road if you live on an acreage or you may actually be going on a bike trail or into a green belt area or, uh, you know, mountain areas, you do want to make sure that you're not around other people, that you don't want to exceed the numbers of people, you know, whatever the recommendations are currently. And I think we've all seen how those numbers are really shrinking. You know, we've gone from 200, don't be in, you know, groups at 250 more, you know, people, then it's been 100, then 50, and now you're hearing 10. And I'm even hearing in some places they're dropping it to five or three people, you know, where it really just becomes your immediate family. Well, so watch those sizes. Yeah. Don't wait in line. 
you know, big groups of people don't go on a ferry to get to a park with 300 people in it. You know, those kinds of things, you still do want to have social space and distancing away from others. Right. And a lot of these lakes, I know uh, they're, they're, they're now putting out their, uh, their boat ramps and stuff that are in the docks. I mean, putting the docks yes. out at the boat ramps, uh, you know, the, the Southern lakes, the, the DNR is always getting that, but you've got these posts or whatever that are holding up the dock. And that's the first thing somebody grabs when they come in with the boat or launch the boat. And those are steel yep. surface, which that um, virus can hang on to for quite a while. Yep. You, and, you bet. Absolutely. And another yeah, that's a great yeah. example. Well, and in a lot of these, um, they'll have a, they'll have a public ice fishing or uh, public, uh, fish cleaning stations at the lake yeah and those yes. i mean even without a, a global pandemic there's enough bacteria and crap growing in those growing in those places oh where yeah survival on yeah. its in a good day is 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 uh, a risk in those places i mean nobody Absolutely. cleans those yeah even yeah even unrelated to the covid virus yeah those are things that you just you've got to be careful germs get spread pretty easily and you just yeah watch out for any of those things that people might be touching and of course uh you know if you are in public public parks check ahead of time if they're even going to be open uh some of them are open now still but the campgrounds are closed you can't you know obviously congregate with other people in groups uh picnic sites you know if they're large group picnic sites those are not places that you'd want to be you know together with other people and then of course bathrooms if you're in some of these public parks where they might normally have bathrooms open a lot of those are now closed down yeah no, that's uh, not but a, if yeah yeah and that can so you just gotta be careful exactly because well i mean i was talking to scott earlier one thing this thing has proven to me is how many people don't know how to go poop in the woods you know with the bathrooms <laughs> being closed and the best thing to remember on that yeah. is you know leaves the three leave it be you you got it. <laughs> but but anyway, no all seriousness exactly. though, um, it, these these uh, even if the restrooms are open in these facilities, it might be, not be a bad idea to avoid them because they just don't yep. do the best job of cleaning them even on a good day. That that is very very true. And even if they're you know sort of those um, you know the outhouses or whatever where you can go into them, they don't have doors, but they're you know built you know like a little maze kind of thing. Sure. Some of them are not being cleaned because they've cut. Staff. They don't, you know, the workers are being sent home because they don't want to expose the workers to, you know, any viruses or things like that. And again, the purpose of this is just to buy time. I, and I can tell you that as someone who's a professional emergency medical responder and EMT, and I kind of do the stuff for a living uh, at the level, it, it is amazing how quickly it can spread and we really need to try to give time to our EMTs and nurses and doctors and hospitals to get more equipment, to get more supplies and get up and running. And in fact, if you are, I know a lot of your listeners again are very active. Uh, a lot of them come from military backgrounds. A lot of them come from emergency responder, volunteer firemen, you know, types of backgrounds. Uh, you're very likely then going to be people that are, you know, going to be part of this surge effort to try to address this global pandemic and this global right, disease and right. so lots of different things that we can do to volunteer and help our community. hey we're officially out of time michelle so uh thank you for joining us oh, and share some insight thank you you thank bet. you stay healthy everybody good to talk to you thank you well when you i say when you gotta go you gotta go